Yeah, uh-huh, listen up Yeah, I can see you're new to this You ain't got no job You ain't got no experience You're entry-level You ain't got no qualifications, baby You're entry-level Your entry level, baby. Your entry level. Ooh, yeah. Hey, welcome to this week's episode of Entry Level. He's back. Nick Turner. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Nick and I squashed our beef. We discussed Again, it. We never did. <laughs> we just decided not to talk about it anymore. <laughs> like grown men yeah, do. Yeah. We just, well, all that happened, well, Nick and I fully, uh, we had a nice Patreon episode, a nice fun time. We covered yeah. all there. You can subscribe, you can listen. Yeah, right you there. pretended we squashed our beef, o- beef over there. I set the <laughs> record straight. <laughs> Either way, you can subscribe to Patreon uh, if you want to hear uh, a Nick and I solo episode, which was which was really fun. Oh, it was incredible. It made me laugh very hard. You, get, you brought us all up to speed on how you still have not gotten your prices right, Carl. Yeah. Yeah. And I still don't see it outside. Oh, it's uh it's a tail, baby. <laughs> um yeah, I what, what I, day do you think you're gonna get it? You know, I could have it. <laughs> I could go get it. Oh, okay. And bring it back here <laughs> okay. and park it on the street and hope no one fucking farts on it <laughs> until I can sell it, but I don't wanna do that, so I'm keeping it at the dealership. <laughs> So you currently own a car. There's like, well, there's like one more signature I need to do to get it out, and I refuse to do it (laughs) because it takes two weeks to get your car registered, so I can't sell it yet. I don't want to sit on it. Okay. All right. All right. Because I got no safe place to keep it. Okay. Incredible. Either way, Nick's back, baby. And uh, yeah, join the Patreon if you want to hear that full episode. Um, Nick, what what do you? How was your weekend? Oh man, great question. Uh, (laughs) Ah, my. You know, it's it's Sunday afternoon, so yeah. we're still in the thick of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I went to a yard hang yesterday, mm-hmm. watched Clueless. My buddy projected it on his wall. Clueless. Now, does that movie still suck? Because I thought it sucked then. Brooks, uh, thank you for having me, but I'm out of here. <laughs> Clueless! I hated it. Here's who's behind you. No one. Dude, I saw that. I think I saw it in like sixth grade in Iowa. All it did was make me mad that I lived in Iowa. It, it looked so fun. It is one of the best movies ever. I guess I got to revisit it. I mean, it. I've seen this movie eight times probably. I have to revisit. What's it about? Isn't it just about like bim- a bimbo girl? Well, it's Emma. Okay. Jane Austen's Emma. All right. Um, But set in a Beverly Hills high school in the 90s. Okay. And uh, it's uh, it's really well done. I mean, it's like a perfect movie. I guess I got to watch it. Yeah. Is this before or after Billy Madison? What year did it come out? I feel like it came out after Billy Madison, so it's in my realm of movies that I would accept to watch. Mm, I wouldn't be surprised if they were the same year. Billy Madison was 95. Okay. And Clueless was probably, was also 95. Yes. Okay. So they were the same. it falls into the realm of movies that I will accept as yeah. Applicable to me as Brooks Wheeler. Yeah. And you know what is fun is that um, Stacey Dash is 11 years older than Alicia Silverstone. They play best friends, 16-year-olds mm-hmm. in the movie. She's 29. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm 33. I could play 39. Yeah. 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 I mean, imagine. They're like, we need a high schooler. Yeah. Brooks could do it. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I'm leaving tomorrow. Um, on a who knows when I'm coming back trip. So yeah, it really sounds like you're gonna kill yourself. <laughs> we were like looking at a map, and he's like, "Where should I go?" And we're like, "Where should you go?" <laughs> he's like, "There's like a these have some big falls here. Well, that would be easy. Gonna, the Teton Mountains. I, I all I know is I'm going to go camping at the Grand Tetons, but there's a lot of stuff around there that I also want to visit." I it's have, funny, you say a lot of stuff and other people might say nothing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but I just have like, I've got, all of my projects are on pause right now. Yeah. I, I could literally have turned in as far as I can go on literally everything. So I'm just, I'm like, what, what else do I have? Well, you this? ever thought about batching these? What's that? 
maybe get interviews for this show I know for I the have, rest of the and, year. And I have a bunch of these uh, logs. How many you got? Three. Three. So yeah. we got so I mean enough for yeah. three weeks, which yeah. is great. And yeah. I'm gonna go to Denver. And you could probably run into some hobo and interview him. Who well, gives a shit who I, you interview? Well, what did he used to do? Yeah, right. What was How do you be a hobo? Yeah, yeah, we need to know. No that. one's born a hobo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he had to be fired. Where was he DJing? He definitely has to be the worst employee. All right. Well, look forward to Hobo Month. Entry <laughs> <laughs> level. But yeah, I'm leaving tomorrow. Uh, I th- I don't, and I'm just gonna. I think I'm just figuring out which way to go. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to go through Nevada or Utah. Mm. So Brooks uh, put his map out on the floor, right? Uh, and we were looking. Well, at I have it. a map, a really cool map of just the Western United States. So it's big, and you can yeah. actually use it. And um, well, like uh, Brooks's ancestors uh, thought and still believe. Um, the uh, Mississippi River is the end of the earth, and you fall off of it if right. you try to yes. go across yeah, it. Yeah. Well, this this one stops. This one doesn't even count Nebraska. It 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 ends on uh, Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, New Mexico. Yeah. Imagine yeah. knowing where Nebraska is. <laughs> <laughs> I aspired to move to Nebraska after LA. After LA, yes. After New York, actually. It was, or was it? Was it like you were thinking, like, should I move to LA I mean, or Omaha, Lincoln, Nebraska? Omaha just sounded cool and fun. Oh, I mean, nothing sounds cooler than Omaha. Well, the movie Election, I think that takes place in Omaha. Oh, and that's a cool school. That's a cool movie. You I get blowjobs in that movie. That's a good movie. Yeah, but uh, not cool school. Fantastic. Only Chris role Klein. He was ever what an actor. Good for what an actor. I mean, that guy could do anything. That guy could turn anything boring. <laughs> the most exciting script in the world. He could bore it up for you. Oh, man. Uh, okay. I feel bad, like, whenever I see that guy acting, like, it seems like child abuse. I mean, I know he's, like, <laughs> 45. <laughs> like, let him go home. He doesn't know what he's doing. Dude, you know who's the coolest is Josh Hartnett. He just was like, I've got enough money. I don't want to do this anymore. And he moved to, like, Minneapolis. Well, and then he came back and he was like, you know what? Actually, <laughs> you know, the money doesn't do he... as long as you oh, would, uh, okay. think it does. Okay. And they were like, actually, Hartnett, we're kind of over you. Ooh. All right. I he came back that. for a little bit. I don't know that, you know, his full motivations. You know, I haven't seen the Hartman for a while. Well, I'll tell you what. Minnesota is fun in the summer, a goddamn nightmare in the winter. Oh, yeah. All those protests. Well, that's protests. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what I'm referring to. Not the weather. Uh, okay. So. Um, so I don't know. Follow me on Instagram if you want to see uh, where I'm at. If I don't post for more than a day, I'm dead. Send a Why search party. Why would these people not follow you on Instagram already? I don't know. Why would you listen to Brooks for like at least an hour a week? And then he's like, you're really great at photography and you love it. You have a passion for it. Yes, you're I always it. traveling to cool looking places and taking Thank incredible you. That's photos. very nice of you, Nick. Imagine hearing that <laughs> every week and being like, no interest. No interest in checking that okay, out. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, I just found out the re- the impetus for this trip is I just found out I can't go to Alaska for me and Gabs' birthday. You have to they got the they're, they're Now of course, them. like most couples, you and Gabs share a birthday. Well, hers is August 10th, mine is August 21st, so we we're gonna do like a week trip to um uh southern alaska but you can't, can't hey my can't... my parents um um anniversary is august 19th do you mind if they come with you i would love it they you are... would yeah i know i'm They're always looking, i'm always looking for new parents yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh jim and chris Burns. hey guess what honey we took a vacation with brooks and we're splitting our will yay i get to go to spain ne- with next to you guys next time. <laughs> yeah uh okay so, so I like I'm like I can't go to Alaska. This is bullshit. Gab's is super busy with work and her acting class. I'm like, uh, I'm just gonna go. Um, so I'm leaving tomorrow, and I do not have a plan. So, um, I, I might do some of these remote. Maybe I'll go to Denver and get some Denver comics. That'd be great. Oh, I they may like bring them back. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna kidnap them. <laughs> I guess if Denver come, make it a dreams come true. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know when's the perfect time to move to L.A.? Tons of stage time. <laughs> Literally every stage is open. <laughs> Okay, so here, let's go to um, this Isn't week's... it funny? L.A. comics go to Denver to get stage time. They do, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. No, it's a sad state of affairs. <laughs> anyway. There's a lot of, a lot of shows time. out there, man. Well, it's not just stage time. It's good audience. And you get paid for all of them. There's great audiences. Denver yeah. rules. I fucking Denver love Denver. Denver does rule. Um, Little white. Speak. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Speaking of which, Denver, uh, I went to Zion and met with my friend Eric Ashey. 
and bought a, um, I guess it's called a credenza. I call it a record player stand. Uh, bought it from him. It's incredible. I posted about it. Check out his stuff. Sheepdog Goods. It's a one-man shop in Denver. He makes great woodwork. It's sustainable. Perfect. If you're going to buy something, buy it from Eric. You're getting a good thing, and it's good for the environment. You know what I like to do with a one-man shop is I like to order something, and then every day I ask where it is. Okay. Well, <laughs> Even though I know it's only one guy over there. Maybe you don't order from <laughs> Cheap Dog Goods. Uh, so shout out Sheep Dog Goods. All right. Let's get to this week's listener mail. Entry level with Brooks Wheelan at gmail.com with your terrible job stories, and then we will get to today's episode with Brittany Furlan. All right. This is from Brian Lewandowski, which... I hope his brother is not Corey Lewandowski. Who That's probably not his brother. It's probably like his uncle or oh, something. Okay, they don't yeah. talk to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. <laughs> uh, okay, because... This is, a, this is a solid story. This is great. And it's short and it's sweet. And that's all I love. A short, sweet, perfect story. Okay, he goes, so when I used to work, uh, he also started For out- sale, children's shoes never worn. Yeah. Wait, what? That's the shortest oh. uh, horror story. Is it? For sale, children's shoes never worn. That, is that a thing or did you just improv this? No, that's a thing. Okay, I was like, yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> Hey, improv isn't just for comedy. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's really good. Okay, so Brian Lewandowski goes, okay, so he also started off like he's in the middle of a conversation with me, which I also like. Okay, so when I used to work at the grain elevator, like I know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. That's how he starts this. Okay, so when Well, I it's to- like you listen to his podcast yes. about the grain elevator. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> fuck the grain elevator. Fuck the grain elevator. <laughs> Hashtag fuck the grain elevator. We'll make some mugs. <laughs> fuck the grain elevator. Okay, so when I when I used to work at the grain elevator, I was in the office for a few weeks while my boss was on vacation. So I thought I'd check out this new show called Weeds. This is an old story. Yeah. This is 2005. I liked the show Weeds. I love the show Weeds. It was great. It was really funny. Because one day I was watching an episode that had adult relations between the characters Nas- Nancy and Esteban. Who walks in but the richest and most grumpy farmer? That's an odd combo. Uh, I, pan- I panicked because I didn't have earbuds in, and he jumps to the conclusion that I'm watching hardcore porn. What so, was he watching? Weeds, where you oh, know it's you oh, know there's yeah. some Nancy risk. gets fucked on the car by the the, the head of the Esteban. cartel. Yeah. yeah oh, so, that's what he's talking. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So sorry. the guy walks in while she's getting railed yeah, by that's this great. other guy. Yeah. It's very sexual scene. on very sexual uh, sex. It's, it's a sex scene. <laughs> yes, a sexual sex scene. Yeah. Uh, and so then he walks in. He th- he thinks he's watching hardcore porn. Mm. Um, he calls up the boss. Well, after that, there was a they, the boss put a password on the computer. Mm. So our man Brian. Couldn't watch Weeds anymore. Mm, here's the thing. Though. He doesn't even know how it ended. I'm going to be honest with you, though. Brian was watching porn. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. He probably doesn't even remember. He's, he's switched the story so many times. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, you know, how do I get this out there for everyone to know? Yeah. I'll email entry level. Then it's proof that yeah. I wasn't watching hardcore porn when old grumpy McRich came in. I got fired for watching porn one time. <laughs> But it was because I would do it's like because uh, you were watching porn. Well, no, I yeah, I mean, <laughs> I googled it, but I I that was the problem because you, when I, I I was um a temp, okay. and so every temp job you sit down and you it never gets know worse. yeah you never know what the um what the block is yeah like. How far you're allowed to go. Like, if you're allowed to watch Facebook. So then I would just instantly type in, like, the worst shit. <laughs> and, and, and then, you know, it's like torture porn. And it's like, if that exists, then you're like, you're great. You can watch You can watch Netflix. You can watch you can, whatever. You can download LimeWire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So then, yeah. So anyway. Um, I got fired from a, I guess I got well I know I had a temp job and then they I think they just like went through my history told my um, my temp agency mm-hmm. and then they called me in for a meeting and I walked in and they're like you can't work here anymore because you watched porn yeah. and I'm like I literally don't know what you're talking about because it wasn't until later it was like right my Google <laughs> anyway that dude was watching porn <laughs> okay Fantastic story, Nick. Thanks for coming back on. It's very. Uh, we're happy to have you. The, the right, I'll see you guys wait. in six months. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Well, maybe if I don't come back before. Oh then. yeah. Who I knows how to... many hobos are going to be co-hosting? Yeah. This. Who knows who's going to have to come on with me? Might, I might do one of these from the tent. Um, also, Nick, you just bought a tent. 
Like yesterday. I did, yeah. It's very exciting. Yeah. You can come with me next time. Yeah. Well, me and 12 other people. Yeah, you bought a six-person ticket. It's very big. <laughs> it's very big. It's for me and my wife and my dog and potentially our children. Wow. Yeah. You think that tent is going to I'm going to keep this $100 tent <laughs> yeah. for the rest of my life. Right. You know that they, like, if a tree pokes it, you got to get a new one. How's that look? Huh? Well, now I got duct tape. Okay, th- let's get to this. Oh, yes, you're, you got to duct tape up that $100 Coleman. Okay, this week's guest is a super funny comedian. She's rad. She's a great actress. Her name is Brittany Furlon. We met each other back in the days of Vine. She was a big Vine star. She's hysterical. I went over to her house. We recorded it outside. She has a dope house. Um, she's married to Tommy Lee from the band Motley Crue. Uh, so it's a pretty... Cool house, and I was sad. Look, if you're marrying anyone from Motley Crue, I mean, you she fucking nailed it. Yeah, and the, the nor- notoriously nicest one. Yeah, I, that's the only thing the, he's notorious for. The non heroin addict uh, also didn't accidentally kill a guy yeah. in his car. That one, the and, nice one, and the one? giant dong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, I'm just saying, Brittany rules. I got to go check out uh, her her place, and it's incredible. She's fucking great. You'll love her. She has a great podcast. There's a link to it in this episode description. Have a great week, you guys, and enjoy this interview with Brittany Fur- Furlon. Hey, welcome to this week's episode of Entry Level. I'm here with Brittany Furlon. Yay. We're outside in Calabasas uh, at your house, which is freaking fun. Thanks. Yeah, you like it? Yes, no, I enjoy. I would like to. When we're done with this, you're going on vacation tomorrow, right? I am. I'm going next week. So, yeah, I'll just hang out. Okay, you're going to watch the house? I'll house it, yeah. You guys don't have anybody that watches this place, right? I love that. I love that. So, Brittany's a great comic uh, and a friend. Yes. And I just did her podcast. You guys should listen to that. Yes, it's called Worst First. Yeah. And as uh, punishment, now she has to do entry level. I love it. I wanted to be on entry level. Well, I'm very excited. This is great. It's nice to see a friend during quarantine. Yeah. Um, How will you? We talked about a lot of stuff already on your podcast, so go listen to that. Um, But we're friends from back in the day. We started, you were Vine and I was Vine. Yep. And that's when I was like, you had a real career. No, no, no. (laughs) You have, like, it was great. Either way, I remember thinking you were so funny on Vine. When there was only like a hundred people on it, I love you. And it was incredible. It was very fun. And then since then, we did a, a small movie together. That yep. was really fun. You're in my buddy Nick Rutherford's movie, The Unicorn, and you're yep. super funny in that. So fun. So you're acting all sorts of fun shit, trying and doing cool stuff. But I don't care about any of that shit, Brittany Furlan. Uh, I want to find out. But before that, so Brittany Furlan, where are you from, and what was your first job? I grew up in a town outside of Philadelphia called Percocy, Pennsylvania. And it's what? a small town, yeah. Percocy? <laughs> Hercacy? Her- what is it? It's called Percocy. Perc- and it's a it's, small wait, town. Wait, it's literally Percocy? Percocy. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds like what a cute, what like a uh, drug addict, like a cute drug addict would call their Percocet addiction. Just a little Percocy. Yeah, just is a Is this Percocy. guy cutting trees, like, ruining the podcast? Or is nah, it okay? I don't give it. No, uh, dude, this is great that we get to do this not over Zoom okay. and do it outside. Yeah, we're so outside in nature. This is even this is quality that my listeners aren't used to already. Yeah, you guys get to hear nature sounds, which yeah. is great. This is the nature sounds of Calabasas. Anyway, yeah, so I grew up in Percocy. Mm-hmm. My first job was at a pizzeria. Okay. I was this, this tracks. This all tracks. I was 15 years old, mm-hmm. okay? And I needed a job and I'm Italian and I figured what's a better place to get a job than at a pizzeria cuz yeah. I'm Italian, right? <laughs> and they were all Italian and so I was like, "Hey, you know, can I get a fucking job? I'm yeah. 15." They're like, "Sure." And they just had me working the cash register mm-hmm. and waitressing. And it what's was the, What's the pizza place called? I don't remember the name of it, which is weird, but it was like a small town pizza place in Phil- in uh, Percocy. Okay. And so it gets really dark. So mm. it was my first job, and I was like this cute little 15-year-old, and I remember all the girls that worked there were really cute, but they were older than me. They were all like 17, 18 yeah. years old. Adults. Yeah, and once a week, the boss would go around, and he would give all the girls an envelope of cash. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of cash, and I was like, that's weird. Like, fuck, we must really be making some money selling these pizzas, right? Sure. And so then I start to notice that the boss is grabbing their butts, pinching their boobs, mm-hmm. slapping their asses, mm. and, like, basically sexually assaulting them. Yeah. And they're laughing, and they're like, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. And so I pull my coworker aside. Her name is Holly. 
And I'm like, hey, like, what's up with the like sexual assault? Yeah, like I didn't say it like that, but right. I was no, like, I, I was like, he's like pinching your butt and slapping your butt, and she's like, oh, he's just funny and like blah blah blah, and she's like, that's why he takes care of us. Ah, uh, what? That's. And I was like, bro. And I'm talking about, like, maybe one of the girls was 18, Mm -hmm. but most of us, like, were, like, young and, like, 16, 17, 15, right? I was the youngest one. Okay. Nobody did anything to me yet. So I was watching all this go on, and I was like... the service industry is so fucking rampant with sexual awfulness. It's so horrible. And so I'm watching all this go on, and I'm just kind of like, this is really, like, awkward, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like... And I and and then I'm like, okay, well, as long as they don't do it to me, right? And so I'm there for like two weeks, and then I'm making a salad one day, at the salad bar for someone, yeah. and the one of the workers comes up and he pulls my pants back, G-g-g-goo. in the back, uh. pulls my underwear out and looks down my pants. No, no, no. As I'm no, making a salad no. at 15 years old, G-g-g-g-a. and he's like, hmm, pretty nice, and then let's go. Oh fuck, I got. Bad goosebumps. And I was, like, so shocked by that. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then the next day I came into work. I didn't say anything to my dad. I didn't say anything to anybody. Yeah, because kind of you're just a like, fucking child. I was a child, and I was just kind of like, and all the other girls were letting them do this shit to them. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, am I the loser that I'm not, like, getting that this is, like, not, is this not a, I felt like it was an okay, but then everyone else was just letting it happen. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, am I, like, a dude, like, am I, like, too sensitive? But I was really bothered by that. He literally pulled my underwear and my pants back, yeah. looked no, down is, my pants, yeah, and then, like, a, and so the next day I come into work, and I get one of the envelopes full of cash. Whoa, fuck. No. And so no, no, no. I was like, okay, I fucking see what's going on. Mm. And I think the business was a front for, like, some other shit, yes. like some criminal shit. Yeah, because, you know, the sexual assault guys probably aren't just stopping their no, criminality No, like, there. there was a lot going on there, mm. right? And there was just, like, a lot of shady Italian dudes that worked there and old, yeah. like, 40s, 50s, like, maybe the youngest guy was, like, 45, right? So it was just horrible. And so I remember I was just, like, I felt, like, dirty. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, ugh. Like, and then then they started slapping my ass and, like, doing that stuff. Uh. And, like, I just got to the point where um, I went home to my dad one day and I was just, like, this just doesn't feel right. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell my dad and see what he says. Right. And I told my dad, and I was like, yeah, like, Holly, like, lets them do this shit, and, like, I'm, like, let I like let them do it for, like, a week, and Ugh. I just, like, it doesn't seem right. Am yeah. I wrong? Like, I'm so confused, and, like, I make a lot of money here. Like, I was 15, and I was getting, like, $500 a week. That's so much. So much. That's, you're a millionaire. At 15, it's, like, balling. Yes. And I was like, how am I getting $500 a week fucking waitressing and mm-hmm. doing pizza you know what I mean? Like, it didn't make sense. Right. There, there weren't We weren't that busy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we sold some pizzas, but it wasn't right. like, you know, like, it wasn't like fucking Domino's, you know? And so <laughs> I, I told my dad and I what said- What if that's the name of it? We're not fucking Domino's, <laughs> not okay? Fucking do- okay, it was Domino's. No, it was, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. fuck. Like a real Italian, you know, a real authentic Italian place. Yeah. No, anyway, so- I told I my knew dad. I Papa John's. Right. Talking about t- a bad boss. I could see that happening there. So I told my dad, and he was like, "What the fuck?" And he got <laughs> so he got so fucking pissed. Yeah. He went down to the pizza shop, and he's like, "I will fucking kill yeah. every single one of you motherfuckers." I mean, this is they're maniacs. And he cursed them out, and they were all apologetic and yeah. like, "Oh, sorry, blah 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 blah." And like, they were scared because they didn't well, want they him to be. like go tell like, yeah. the cops, you know. And so I guess, like, I'm the first girl that, like, ended up complaining about it. That's great. And But the girls that I remember, like, I ran into some of those girls later, and they all still work there because they just would take the money over being, you yeah. know, fucking molested, basically. I mean, what a, Well, that, what a fun first job. So that was job. my first job. <laughs> Welcome to the Bro, real world. so bad. Just and then it's just gnarly. Terrible. It just was downhill from there. Then I... It was downhill from there? Downhill. That well, was not uphill. as bad. No, no, no. That, that was on top of the hill? That wasn't uphill, but, like, I just had so many shit jobs. Okay. My next job. I'm, I, oh, I mean, I don't think you can't remember the name of that place. I think you've suppressed the name of I that place. I definitely suppressed the memory. I just remember it was, like, this brick standalone pizza shop Fuck in the middle place. of um, Pens- uh, Percocy, and I was just, it was just the worst. Anyway, Gross. so then my next job was I <clears throat> I was 
friends. How close, also, how close to Philadelphia is, is uh, About city? 30 minutes. Okay, so it's like outside. Is it a suburb? It's Would like you? a suburb. It's okay. like Buck, Upper Bucks County. Okay. It's like, you know, but there's a lot of rednecks there, too. Like, sure. it's a very, like, outside the city, like, yeah. you know. Um, so then my next job, I worked for this artist and she, um, I don't even want to say her name, but she was like a very popular watercolor artist in our area and they had like a beautiful home in Doylestown, which was near us, but you know, not that close. And so I was like, I need a job because obviously like I wanted to make my own money, be independent. I always did. And so this lady contacts me and she's like, oh, I want you to nanny my two boys. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And she had these two boys and they were young. The one was like a baby. He was like six months old and the other one was two. And you were 16? And I was 16. Okay. And I was like, damn, I'm like, I don't really have any experience. Yeah. But yeah, sure. I'll fucking watch your kids. And like, basically she's this watercolor artist. They had this beautiful house and she would go downstairs, lock herself in the basement and paint all day. And I'd be sitting upstairs with her fucking kids and I'd have to like, they weren't allowed to watch TV. So I had to like physically entertain them for like 10 hours a day during the summer. Nuts. It was a nightmare. If you have somebody babysitting your kids, you don't get to be like, we don't let them do this. Then you don't, then you do it. Yeah. Fuck you. You do it then. We weren't allowed to watch TV. And this was five days a week, 10 hours a day. And guess how much she paid me a day. I don't not five hundred dollars. I'm sure you're not even gonna want to know. Okay, but what ten bucks a day? Five dollars an hour. No, five dollars. Five dollars an hour. That's okay. For sixteen. I mean, that's I made five fifteen an hour, but I lived in Iowa. That's so bad. Five fifteen an hour to watch two babies. Cook I mean, them, babe, you're being underpaid. Yes, severely. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. She paid me five dollars an hour. I was there for like ten hours a day, so I made fifty dollars a day. <laughs> it was like, the fucking worst. I want to go back to getting my butt cracked. Yeah, I was like, fuck. I want to get fucking. You can look at my booty crack all yeah, day yeah. for this shit. <laughs> anyway, so no, not really. But no, then, so I'm watching that. these kids, and they were fucking evil. Like the six, the, t- the six month old. The six month old was fine. Okay, the two okay. year old was fucking nightmare. Dude, it got real quick. Just a side note: Gabs and I just got a cat. Oh my and god, it's so cute and it's incredible, and I love him. His name's Moo, and but he started. Gabs is starting to get annoyed with him. He's a baby. Yeah. Uh, he's six months, six weeks older, yeah. eight weeks older or something. I don't, know. I don't fucking know. He's eight, like maybe nine, nine weeks old. Yeah. And uh, she like, I was like, oh my god, if you get, if you get mad at this cat. Like in the first week, and you yell at it. This is proof that no fight has ever been my fault. And right. You, you literally picked a fight with a kitten. Dead. So she chilled out on being annoyed by Moo. Uh, either way, I'm a perfect boyfriend, and let's get back to this story. Okay. So the two boys, the one was older. He was like two and a half. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know, walking around and shit, and like he would just get into shit. And so I would make them breakfast, I would make them, sorry, lunch and like dinner and give them baths and play with them all fucking day. And it was really tiring. Right. But I learned how to like take care of kids really well and like be really patient because you can't smack them because they're not your kids. So I had to like learn how to be. (laughs) I don't know if that's the only reason you shouldn't. Maybe the other reasons, even if they are yours, maybe don't handle. Listen, them. my parents beat the shit out of me, and I think I'm better for it. Anyway, so. Okay. That's Brittany Furlon for Wrong Takes. Uh, so so these kids were- You spent so- like a half hour on your podcast talking about your anxiety, and you were literally just like, I've, yeah, yeah, I'm glad I got hit. I don't think it helped. You're not perfect. Uh, okay. <laughs> Guys, I'm silent laughing if no, you can't tell. No, okay, so fine. so I would make these kids, I'd go, oh, I'd What if you just got quiet? <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be even weirder if I'm just ranting and they can't tell that you're laughing? It's just you, they just think I'm yelling at a stone-faced woman. You're laughing very much. Okay, either way, I'm going to let you keep telling <laughs> the story because it sounds like I'm just yelling at you. No, it's so funny. Okay, so I'm watching. Are you sure this isn't, like, bad back here? I don't know, man. We're outside. It's a goddamn pandemic. Listeners, we're... we're who cares? This okay. is nice. This is fun. I'm having a good time. Okay, great. Me too. Okay, so I'm watching these kids, and I would make them lunch, and I would fucking, you know, cook, like, macaroni and cheese and whatever they wanted, vegetables and all this shit, spend all this time preparing it, mm-hmm. put the baby in the high chair, put the other kid in his high chair, mm-hmm. and I'd put his plate down, and he would literally take it and just pour it on the floor. What a fuck. And then he'd laugh. Oh, no. And then he'd be like, ha, 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 and then go, I'm hungry. No. And I was like, you 
fucking that's, little piece that's of That's like shit. a movie bad kid. He was so bad. And then I'd go down to, to clean it up, mm-hmm. and he'd spit on me. Oh, my God. And I was like, I'm going to fucking punch this kid in the face. But I was like, I'm so calm. I would clean up his food. Yeah. I'd make him more food. <laughs> oh, shit. And then I'd put, like, I'd hold the plate and be like, okay, if you want to eat, like, you have to take it off of my spoon. Yeah. And then I'd put it in his mouth, and then he'd spit it at me. Oh, fuck. And then he'd be like, I'm hungry. This kid is He was a nightmare. nightmare. Yeah. And then his mom, they knew their mom was locked in the basement, and all they wanted was their mom. And so the two-year-old would just sit at the door and bang on the door and cry. Oh, fuck. And then I'd have to drag him away from the door, and, like, she'd never come up. She would just be down there in her fucking depression painting zen zone. (laughs) And I would fucking have to drag him away from the door and fucking, like, entertain him by, like, fucking doing jumping jacks or Mm -hmm. some shit. Like, I was just so exhausted. I was basically a fucking, like, a patsy, like a fucking clown. For $5 an hour. For $5 an hour was the worst. And so, so physically and emotionally exhausting. Yeah. And then... One day it's raining outside, and the boys are a little older now because I've been watching them for a while. And this is good. This is years. Like this, I did this for like two years. Mm-hmm. So the boys are, but now the one's like four, and the other one's like you know two or something. And it's raining outside, and she goes, um, and I don't know why I did this job for so long every summer. I don't know fucking what was wrong with me, but I just did. And so it's raining outside, and she goes. Um, you know, could you take the boys outside? And I was like, it's raining. Like, do you want me to, like, track mud all over your house and, like, mm-hmm. have them make a mess? And she's like, well, they want to go outside. And the little one was annoying that was a bad kid would yeah. always be, I want to play in the rain. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> so I fucking go outside. I'm sitting there, like, under the awning so yeah. I'm not getting fucking poured on. It's pouring. There's mud. They're jumping in the mud and playing and being a fucking mess. And I know I'm going to have to give them a bath and clean it all up, yeah. right? And so they're jumping in the mud. And then the one little boy, the evil one, is over there. And he's like, come here. And I was like, no, I'm staying over here. And he's like, please, come here, come here. I have to show you something. Come here. And I was like... No, dude. Like, I want to. I'm cool. Like, I'm not trying I'm, to get I'm rained 16, on. Yeah, I'm 16. I don't want like, to be in the rain. Right, right. right. And he's like, "Come here." And I'm like, "Oh, fuck, fine." So I walk over to him, and then he goes, "Hi, yeah!" And he jumps in a giant puddle yeah. and just splashes mud. Light, lights you up. Lights me the fuck like all over my face, my clothes, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a change of clothes. This wasn't right. my house. Yeah. So I'm covered in fucking mud. And then I have to undress them on their porch and covered in mud. And then I have to go give them baths. And the bathtub's covered in mud. And then I have to clean that. And then I have to make them food. It was just the fucking worst. And then I quit. Yeah. Because then the dad, and the weird thing was the mom would just stay in the basement literally from, from, till I got, when I got there, which was like 12 to like 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. Or however late, 8, 8 p.m., 9 p.m. sometimes. Just she would sobbing. just stay down there fucking painting. And then her <laughs> husband would come home, and he worked construction. He was fucking creepy, and he'd be like, so how are you? Oh, you need a ride home? No. Like, he would just, like, I knew he was hitting on me. It was so fucking awkward, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, your husband's a creep. Uh, I got to get out of here. So then after the mud shit happened, I was like, I'm fucking done. Like, yeah. I'm, this isn't worth no. my time. Yeah, and your, your friends are having, I'm sure. I'm, also, we're, like, similar ages where, you know, the goal is the mall. The goals of all. So that was my next job. Oh, great. Okay, so, yeah. Okay, so you want to get to that We're progressing nicely. Mall. So the next job You're is I'm still 16, and I am uh, I'm just about to turn 17, or I am 17, and it's like my end of like you know high school, whatever. And I go to work at American Eagle. Remember American oh, Eagle? Oh, fucking do I? So I mean, that's like, dude. That, that was like cool back then. It was so cool. Uh, Aeropostale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were all the jam. Eagle, those were all the jam. The buckle. Yeah, yeah. Hollister. Hollister. Like it, these were when those places weren't for douches. Like those were like when they. It was when they first came out, and you were well, like, I "That's think a they cool were. place." I think I was just a douche. Yeah, maybe me too, right? But yeah. I actually was like into punk and shit, and I wore a stud belt. Oh, cool. And like I was not like I probably should have worked at Hot Topic, but I only got a job in American Eagle. Mm-hmm. I tried to apply at Hot Topic and when I went in to apply, the girl started shooting me with staples. <laughs> <laughs> that woman should be working at Hot Topic. She had a staple gun yeah. like or a, a stapler and she opened it and she just started shooting staples yeah. at me and I was like, this "All is, right, I'm good. I'm yeah. actually <laughs> You know, what? I just like to shop here. I'll just shop here." So then I went to downstairs to American Eagle and I applied for a job and I didn't really want to work there but I was like whatever fine I'll work here. Yeah. And they give you like tons of free clothes and it's kind of cool and like so I start working Plus in a- you get to see like you're working in the mall uh, and you know other high school boys and girls are coming into you know what I mean it's yeah. not like it's you're you're in the wild now. Yeah. And you're working at a cool store for yeah. a fucking high school kid. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It so sounds I'm, good. I so like I'm, I'm working at the mall and I I go uh 
uh, I'm working at American Eagle, and it's like my first week on the job, and it's like it's fine, whatever. You just basically have to fold shit all day, and yeah. people just fuck it up, and then you fold it again, and oh. that's your life, and it's kind of the worst, but it's whatever. And, and so then also the fucking corporate mandated CD that plays on a loop. Oh. God, and it's just like fucking like six pence, none the richer. Fucking love yep. me, love me. Oh, sounds Say like it was exactly. Sounds like you it was just exactly. Fucking that song. kill yourself. Yeah. So that's playing on a fucking <laughs> loop, and then so I'm a fucking idiot. And I always talk too much, and I say shit I shouldn't say. Sure. And so this lady comes in, and she's like my di- the district manager for mm-hmm. American Eagle, and everyone's being all like nice and hush hush, right? And she looks pregnant. Okay, she. <laughs> You know where this is going. This is another uh, bad take from Brittany Furlon. I cannot wait. So this bitch looks like six months pregnant. Okay. Like, so obvious. Like, her body is yeah, small, and sure. she has a giant belly. Okay. And she's wearing a shirt that, like, is a pregnancy mm-hmm. shirt. And it's okay. so, like, it would be unquestionable that she'd be pregnant. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. they're taking her around the store, and she's meeting all the new employees. And they bring her over to me, and they go, hey, uh, Karen, or whatever the fuck her name was. They go, this is Brittany, our new employee. Yeah. And I go, hi, so nice to meet you. And I go, oh, my God, when are you due? This is incredible. This is incredible. I'm <laughs> And cringy. she fucking... Literally goes stone faced uh-huh. and goes, I'm not pregnant. Oh. And my fucking manager is like, oh he was this gay guy and yeah. he was just like, oh my fucking God. Like, he's like, I just made a mistake. Like, he yeah. hired me because he thought I was cute. And then he was like, oh my God, this fucking <laughs> dumb bitch. To the district manager, are you fucking, pre- when are you due? Yeah. And she goes, I'm not pregnant. Okay. Wow. She says, wow, and she walks away. <sighs> and I just wanted to kill myself. Yes. Like, if I could have immediately just hit a button that would have just it released cyanide yeah. into my veins. You just have a samurai sword, and you're like... <laughs> yeah, like, like literally the worst feeling ever, and just how she went from being like, hi, nice to meet, yeah. so nice, and then just becoming so the opposite of that. You just go, you're fat. I wanted to kill myself, yeah. okay? But then listen to this. Okay. The story... Keeps going. Okay. So then literally two weeks later, mm-hmm. the district manager comes back. Okay. And oh, I'm still no. working and there. you still have the job. I still have the job, which is it's crazy. Great. You know, they just, they felt bad for me. Cause then I, you know, I'm so apologetic. I'm yeah. like, you know, I stumble over my words and I cry and I'm like, oh my yeah. God, I'm so sorry. Uh. Yeah. So then she comes back two weeks later. So this is kind of cool. And she walks up to me, and she's walking towards me. And I'm like, oh fuck! Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, so embarrassed. Like I don't know what to say to her. No, she looks you do even. Not want to see this she looks again. even more pregnant, right? <laughs> like I'm like. She's <laughs> like, I went to the doctor, and I'm six and a half months pregnant. Wait, are you serious? That's- so she comes up to me, and she goes, "I just want to tell you something." And I go, "What?" And she goes, "When you asked me if I was pregnant three months ago." I was three months pregnant. Oh my god! So she was pregnant. Dude, incredible! And she didn't know. You did it! I fucking predicted that shit. You didn't predict it. You but called I just, it out. She looked like she was fucking pregnant. I know, I know, but you were just like, "You're pregnant." Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, and so she came up to me and she gave me a hug. Yeah, well, she should. She made you feel bad. And she was fucking pregnant. This is a for great three story. months. That's wild. Right? That's wild. Doesn't yeah. that blow your fucking mind? Well, you uh, you have the touch, I guess. You I, just, I you feel could, she was glowing. I felt pretty good about myself, and yeah. you know that job was actually not bad, and I got a lot of free American Eagle clothes, which that sounds you know, great. Was pretty fun yeah, at the one mall point. Mall is fun. How do you end up in L.A.? Yeah. Well, do you do you go from Philly the, the, yeah. to L.A.? So then, as soon as I graduate high school, which was shortly after that, okay. I just told my dad I was like, I want to be an actor and an entertainer. I used to like sit in my basement and like pretend entertaining people, and there was nobody there, and I was oh, just like, yeah. I probably had schizophrenia, but no, like I would just perform. No, uh, one hundred one thousand percent. Yeah, I would I would do stand up to no one yeah. all the time. I would just perform for people in my basement and. I would, for nobody, but I would be performing every day, yeah. practicing, singing, dancing, fucking entertaining, telling jokes. Like, <laughs> my, my dad was like, my dad would like hear me downstairs, like yeah. by myself in the basement, like, what do you think of that? Blah, blah, blah. And my, he was like, wow, this bitch is crazy. My but. brother, my niece uh, had, um, she's like, I think she just turned 10. Uh, and uh, my brother has like, you know, a basement. It's in Iowa. Yeah. And it's, um, there's like mirrors in the wall. Cause, yeah. Like, he works out down there or whatever. And he said, like, she was having a sleepover, and he went downstairs to be like, hey, how's it going? And, like, they were all just, like, in their sports bras, dancing. He's like, no, guys. Yeah. We're putting the shirts on. I don't. 
guys. Because she's like, you know, she's a 10 year old in the basement. They're, they're probably TikToking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. doing yeah. TikToks. Yeah, yeah. No, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Put your fucking clothes on. Yeah, no. Sweatshirts for everyone. Yeah, like, Guys, what? No, come on, you're 10. What are you doing? Uh, but yeah, it's just like little kids <gasps> yeah. fucking hanging out in the basement. That's what you do when you're so, little. So you're like, I want to go make it happen. Yeah. So I was like, Dad, I'm going to go to LA and I'm going to be an actor. And I was in plays and I was in theater in school mm-hmm. and I was always the lead and I got like voted in my high school most likely to become famous sure. and all that shit. Yeah. And like I was the really outgoing one and I got voted like most. Um, and where is that? Your book in your Penridge, giant Penridge house? fucking, I don't even I'm, have I'm the yearbook joking. anymore. But like, yeah, if someone has it. They were right. Yeah, we're you're, right. You killed it. It's so crazy. And then and then in the yearbook, I, I was actually voted class clown in my entire grade out of girls and guys. So it's just like, great. this bitch is annoying, basically, right? Yeah. Well, um, that's, yeah, you were just, you know. The, annoying. The, um, the worst. So <laughs> that's, uh, in, a, in a show I wrote, uh, one of the, they're like, are you funny? And the guy's like, I don't know. I was voted loudest in high school. <laughs> like, he, he doesn't realize it's a bad thing. Yeah. It was the worst. Yeah. Like, it was basically people telling me I'm annoying. Okay. Like, they were, like, class clown. There was, like, a picture of a clown, like, yeah. being an idiot who should just, like, kill himself. And you're like, that's pretty fair lunch. You're the worst. Um, so, anyway, so I just annoyed the shit out of everyone all the time. Okay. So, so then I told my dad, I was like, I want to go to L.A. and be an actor. And he's like, well, you know, we don't really have any actors in our family. We don't really know anybody, mm-hmm. you know. Like, it's probably not going to happen. So I'm going to let you go, but you need to go to school there for something else just so you have a backup plan. Yeah, so sounds I ended like a up, great dad. Yeah, so I ended up registering myself in uh, FITM, which is like the Fashion yeah, Institute. Yeah, Fashion design, Institute downtown. Yeah, downtown L- LA. LA, yeah. Design my, and merchandising. My buddy went to that school. Yeah, yeah. And then he worked for Seven Jeans, and I would wow. get free Seven Jeans when those were cool. That's incredible, though. Yeah, so I, I went to school there. I graduated. Rad. I met a bunch of people. I did a bunch of drugs. And I mean, that's it's downtown LA. Can I tell you the story? So I was in downtown LA. I was at FITM, and I wanted to be an actor so bad, but I didn't even know how to get started. Like, I, I, I went to CAA, and I printed out all the newspaper articles <laughs> and my fucking headshots that I had done in New York that were horrible, that were black and white. Yeah, remember when you don't know what a headshot is? <sighs> I mean, my first headshot, I'm like, what was that? Exactly. Yeah. Just the worst. And so I printed out my fucking headshots all professional at the fucking printing out place that was out here that's, like, the, the big printing place. <sighs> Nothing's sadder than printing out. It starts with an R. It's like... I forget what it's called. Anyway, so I end up going, and um, I'm just checking because the dogs are getting groomed in like an hour. Okay. Oh, no, so, yeah. We'll, no, we'll, you're totally fine. We're good. We're good. So I I go to CAA in Century City, mm-hmm. and I walk up to the desk. Not even I, – I don't even get upstairs. Like, I go to the front, you know, the front area, and they're all, who do you, who are you here to see? Yeah. And I'm like, CAA? Incredible. I love this. Because, like, looking back, how cringe, but you don't know that Cringe! Yet. And there's this big black lady sitting behind the desk, and she goes, okay, baby, like, who do you have an appointment with yeah. at CIA? And I said, I don't have one. I just wanted to give them these. And mm-hmm. it was my headshot and my fucking newspaper so articles good. of me being written out of, out of the frying pan and into the oven, pretty fell on the lead, that's the, babes uh, in arms, that's, best performance of her life. To be fair, that's the absolute ambition you should have. You know what it I mean? It's so, what it takes. so cringe. So she starts laughing. And I go, I go, can I go up there? And she goes, no, but I was like, can you give these to them? And she goes, sure. Okay. And she takes it. And I'm like, thank you so much. And I, mind you, was Uh dressed up, high heels, dress, red lipstick. I took a taxi there because I didn't have a car yet. It was like a $50 taxi ride from downtown LA, $50 back. Like, I thought, I'm going to get a call anytime. Yeah. No, I never got anything. Fucking Nothing wild. happened. How that's, depressing is that? No, I mean, that's how, but that's like real. It's not depressing. It's just realistic, you know? Yeah. Manage it was really sad, though. And then, uh, so my, then my other fun story is, is like, I was always just like, I, so I lived in downtown LA going to fit them. And this was back when downtown LA had nothing. This was in 2005. Yeah, it wasn't, so there was it wasn't no, spruced up. It wasn't built up. There was no restaurants. There was nothing. There was a Rite Aid on the corner where I got my food from. And okay. my dad didn't ship my car out yet. So I would, like an idiot, walk around downtown LA late at night by myself and all there was was homeless people and strip like crackheads and like whatever but I would walk around by myself because I thought like no one's gonna bother me whatever and surprisingly they didn't because most people were just so fucked up on drugs yeah um so I'm walking around by myself one night and I see a production going on because they shoot a lot of shows in downtown LA yeah at least they they did I mean that's where I remember they I remember when I moved out here 2009 they were shooting like dark night or something yeah movies yeah the Batmobile was out and I was like you know when you're not from here 
It's still exciting. I don't give a shit. You see the goddamn Batmobile? You're fucking so, excited. so excited. I saw the Batmobile in the wild. Dude, it's fucking it's insane. Fucking so nuts. So I'm, I'm walking around. I see the fucking the the the, the star wagons and the lights and all mm-hmm. the shit. And I see a security guard. Now when you see it, how jealous! I was of like, oh you know my I mean? god, this is it. I was like, I'm gonna go walk onto the set and yeah. fuck it. I'm gonna become famous. Like this, this is, is my great. thought process. So like I'm just gonna walk on the set and become famous. Yeah. So I walk up and I'm like, mind you, like 18 years old now. And there's a security standing in front of the whole production, and he goes, hey. And he, like, he calls me over, and he's like, what the hell are you doing walking around downtown L.A. by yourself? Because I looked like a normal person. Right. Like, I didn't look like I was on drugs. I was right. dressed cute and everything. Yeah. And it was, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like, this was not normal. And so he was like, what are you doing walking around by yourself? Like, it's dangerous. You shouldn't be doing that. And I was like, oh, I saw, like, the production trucks and like I want to be an actress and so I was yeah. I was just like curious and he's like oh you want to be an actress and I was like yeah and I'm like this like naive 18 year old mm-hmm. and he probably knew that and he's like well we're shooting a Jim Carrey movie and I was like no what? fucking way what? dude and it was that movie 24 what's 24 that dark movie he did where he played like a like dark character it, like never got really big it was like yeah he played like he had like dark makeup on okay. anyway so blackface no not blackface no, but like dark under his eyes um so the the guy goes and he goes yeah he's like you want to come meet him incredible he's like this is carry camp over here come with me yeah and this guy was so nice and he fucking brings me over to carry camp and it's like all these fucking star wagons in a big square and then like there's couches and mm-hmm. it's set up all nice and it's like all these people what running around and i sit on the couch with him and he's talking to me and he's like so like where'd you grow up asking me this all these is questions Jim no no not yet oh, not yet okay this is a security card and then out of the corner of my eye, I see Jim Carrey walking from set to his trailer, and he has all the dark makeup on, and he looks over at me, and then he beelines straight for me. Yeah? And he comes up to his security guard with me, and he goes, who's this? And I go, hi, I'm Brittany. And he's like, hi, nice to meet you. And then he fucking sits down and talks to me for 45 minutes. What? And asks me all about myself. And I remember the one thing about him is, like, he looks in your eyes when he talks to you. Yeah. Like, right into your eyes. Yeah, th- like, big, very intently. Like, people who really listen are incredible. Oh, my God. He I- was just and asking me question after question, and he was so nice and so funny. And he was like, you're a good kid. And, like, was so nice to me. And then they called him, like, after literally 45 minutes of me just sitting there talking to Jim Carrey, having, like, being blown in my mind. Like, yeah. literally, like, awestruck. Then um, his his security or his whatever people handlers calling him just handlers. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, Jim, we really need you back on set. And he's like, okay, I got to go. But it was so, he literally takes my hand and he shakes yeah. it and he goes, it was so nice to meet you and looks right in my eyes and he goes, take care of her to the security guard. It's incredible. It was the best moment of my fucking life. Yes. It was one of the best moments. Well, I mean, and he was so friendly and so cool and not creepy and yeah. like didn't even hit on me. It was just like nice and Dude, like cool. Dude, that's great. It- Oh, it was the best. That's not how anything's supposed to happen. No. See, the CAA story is what's supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the, the Jim Carrey is, is not, not supposed, supposed to happen. That's so rad. But I was cute, and so like I think the security guard was like, "Oh, like I'll bring her in." Like, sure. And I was so naive. Yeah. I was like, "I want to be an actress." Yeah. And he was like, "Okay, kid, you can come meet Jim Carrey." Yeah. And I've... it was like the best time of my life, and I'll never forget it. That's fucking nuts. Okay, so you're doing this. You go to fit them. Yep. Um, but things start. What? When does? So what are you doing for money when things start? Headed towards. So because I was like so skinny at the time, I was like 108 pounds and like five foot five. I got a job doing fit modeling in downtown LA. Okay. And so basically every day, I actually was making decent money. I would get paid 250 dollars a day to go to these little Asian online stores. Okay. And they would put clothes on me and take pictures, like not with my face, just my body. So like oh, you know wow. when you go to like yeah. look on catalogs online, yep. And it's just a girl's body with clothes on it, and you're looking at different outfits, yeah. like aloe yoga or whatever. Sure. Like that's what I was doing. Okay. So I was a fit. So like a good gig. It was great. I got that job and like I was like loved it. So I was doing that every, like five days a week for like five hours a day. Mm-hmm. I would get paid two hundred fifty dollars a day, and I would, which was low for fit modeling, but whatever. And I would have to try on all these different outfits to take pictures four ways and yep. like all this stuff. So I did like off athletic brands and all kinds of stuff, whatever they were making downtown LA. Okay. So that was my job. And then um, when I got to be like. 21, 22, after I did that for like two two or three years, they were like, okay, you're too old now. 
Wow. So they like fired me Dude. because like they, you start to get like your clavicle starts to stick out too much and they want you to like look really young. Yeah. And so like they fired me. And then I got a job um, internship with People's Revolution, which was a big PR firm. Okay. And they did all the celebrity parties. Whoa. And so I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. And I'm like still trying to like, I still like, I just got my car sipped out. My dad just shipped my car out. And I was just kind of str- still trying to figure out like how to get into acting. But I was still in fashion school. So it was yeah. kind of hard to do both. Yes. And then trying to fit model and make money so I was still trying to figure it out right and so I figured oh a better way to do it is work for I'll work for this PR firm and like get to be around like famous people and get to figure out like what you know how to get my way in right everyone was trying to figure out a way in right so the job my first job with the PR firm was to be a door girl at their like celebrity events and so their first event was at Mr. Chow's in um wasn't their first event my first event with them was at Mr. Chow's in Beverly Hills and I remember I was such a loser I got all dressed up like Chinese because I thought this is incredible this is so fucking funny to me. Because I thought, like, oh, I'm going to be very on brand. Like, I put chopsticks in my hair. Dude, wow. And I wore, like, a kimono. Because mm. I was like, oh, Mr. Chow's. Like, and I'm letting celebrities into this party. I'm going to look like I belong this at this place. So good. Like, so fucking stupid. Like, right. just the idiot. And I did, like, you know, I had black hair. And I twisted it all up in, like, an oriental fashion. Yeah. And stuck chop- chopsticks in it. And, like, did, like, uh, wore a kimono. And it was uh-huh. just so stupid. Like, when I, wa- when I got out of the car I remember um, the owner of the company's name was Kelly and she was fucking mean to everybody but she just got a crack out of me because I was so fucking stupid and I always made her laugh and I she mean was this like, would make me laugh she was like this bitch is retarded like like no not to use the R word but you know what I mean like she literally was like oh my god I forget her last name <laughs> Kelly something anyway she was mean to everybody but me and she was like oh my god you fucking idiot go ahead go stand great. at the door yeah, and I'm yeah. like hello and I'm like dressed up in a yeah. fucking kimono outside Mr. Chow's with chopsticks in my hair for a fucking celebrity party and then people start showing up and I'm like oh yeah definitely didn't need to wear the <laughs> No, the black shirt would have been great. So the guest list is insane. It's Val Kilmer, Robert Downey Jr., what? fucking all these celebrities. And like, this is like Iron Man, Robert Downey yes, Jr. Yes, yes. And so I'm standing there at the door with the list, and she goes, If they're super famous and you recognize them, just let them in. Don't look on the list because they're not going to wait for you to do that. Right. And so I, like, didn't know who a bunch of people were, so I was stopping people that I probably yeah. shouldn't have and that kind of thing. Sure, and, but that's but if then, they get upset about that, that's on them. But then Val Kilmer um, was so nice, and I just let, I knew him, and I just let him right in. Then Robert Downey Jr. came up, and he was like, wow, look at this outfit. Yeah. And I was like, thanks. And he's like, where are you from? Like, he could totally tell yeah. that I was just, like, this new to L.A., like, wanting to be cool. And he stood outside and talked to me for, like, 20 minutes while he smoked a cigarette. That's cool. Just but- asking me questions, like, yeah. where are you from? Like, what's the deal? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, oh, I'm working for this, you know, company. I'm like, I want to be an actress. And yeah. he's like, oh, well, good luck. You know, like, he was so nice to me. And then after everybody gets into the party, they invite you in. And then my boss was like, Val Kilmer wants to meet you. Oh, boy. And so she brings me in, and Val Kilmer's like wasted at the bar, you know, and I'm like 21 and and he's like just talking to me, but he's like totally trashed, you know. Sure. And then I ended up meeting this like hairdresser who owned like a bunch of salons in LA who was straight and he like I dated him for like a minute. I met him at the party. It was so random and like so LA and yeah, so I worked for them for a while, and then another party I did for them was, like, remember when Subi jeans first came out? Do you remember them? They no. were kind of big. Okay, so they were, like, these really high-fashion jeans, so they were doing a launch party. That's probably why I didn't hear about them. They were doing a launch party for Subi jeans at Chateau Marmont. Okay. And I was the door girl again. Yeah. And so I'm, like, letting all these people in, and... Only, I was only there once, and I just shit on it so hard that everyone was so annoyed by me. Really? I love Chateau Marmont. Well, I'm just, like... I like ev- the food. I Well, here's the thing. I just think everybody there thinks that they think they're cool. Oh, they do. And that's what I do not like. I'm like, no, you know what's cool? Like... I'm just I. It's my own um, insecurities. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, you guys think you're better than me. It's yeah. just very Iowa of me to be like everybody in here thinks they're fucking better than me. Right. And then so I try to be like, oh, I'm better than this. Which yeah, yeah, In reality, yeah. I'm like, you guys why can't I just losers. like this? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. Everyone there does think they're very cool. But anyway, so I literally felt like I was so lucky to be there, and I'm up at the top floor, and they're having the um. You know the 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 parties at the penthouse and Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen walk in. Whoa! And they are so small. Really? They're literally like little people. How rude! Like five foot tall. You hear what I did there? Yeah. How 
we're in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah full it. house I jokes. Give a fight um, on that so one. I literally like was like, oh my god, mind blown. And they're also like, it looks like wind can blow them. Yeah, they're so tiny. And yeah. so they walk in. I'm like, oh my god, they're dressed so cute. And yeah. then they go inside. And then I remember this is so funny because she ended up doing my podcast later. But Mina Suvari came in, and she came up to me and she was like, I love your dress. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thank you so much. It's vintage. And she's like, it's so cool. And she was so nice to me. And I was like, oh, I love her. And then she ended up doing my podcast later. And she follows me on Instagram. That's, and I love her. And she's that's amazing. always so nice. And she's a big idol. Of, I, 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 I idolize her, you know. She's a of huge course. actress. Then this is what's mind-blowing. Joaquin Phoenix walks up. That guy is cool to me. So fucking cool. And this is before, like, years before, you know, all his big shit. Yeah, and he literally walks up, and he comes up. And well, he's he had like, done Gladiator by this time. Joaquin Phoenix, I think maybe. He's the, no, Gladiator came out in two thousand. He's the bad guy. We talked about Gladiator on yeah, your yeah, podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's Commodus in Gladiator. Okay, so he was he had done that. Yeah, yeah I mean, this he's, was the two thousand. But he has, he's, he hasn't done Walk the Line. No, yet no, no. He didn't do Walk the Line and do Joker. Well, or none maybe of that he did. Shit. Either way, either way, you know, he he's big. He but seems cool to me and very cool. Um, I know he's like done creepy stuff, but I don't give a shit. Joker was dope. He's I mean, amazing. not that I don't care if you've done creepy stuff. I'm just saying, like, that guy's a good actor. He's such a good actor. And he was so he comes up to me and he's walking the party. He's like, What are you doing out here? And yeah. I was like, Oh, I'm the door person. Like, I just let people in. And he's like, Really? And I was like, Yeah. And this he's like, crazy. He's like, You should come in and hang out. Yeah. And I was like, I can't. I gotta stay here. And yeah. he was like, Well, I'll hang out with you for a little bit. Oh, cool. And he just stood there and talked to me. For like a long time, just fucking chatting me up and mm-hmm. was so nice. And then finally people were like, come on, come in the party to him. And he's like, I got to go. He's like, you should come in after and hang out. Yeah. And then that party, I wasn't allowed to go in after and right. hang out. But it was really cool. And I just won't forget how nice he was to you me. You totally could have been assaulted by walking Phoenix I later that night. I would have loved it. I know. That's horrible to say on your podcast. Wrong wrong takes again by oh, Brittany no, Furlong. But anyway. Great. Yeah, so that's my LA experience. So and have, then- you ever, have you ever seen this show Party Down? No, but I heard of it. It's, it's when they're caterers, right? Yeah, 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 it, yeah, yeah. It's really funny. I just feel like you might like it because it uh, sounds like my life. No, no, it's just like it's each episode is a party that they are catering and all, all, the, all the stuff that go into it. It just I sounds love like that. Kind of like, either way, it's very. So funny. then, after all this, I started getting. It, I moved into a house in Hollywood, okay, and then and I started getting into stand up. That's what I was gonna. That's yeah, what yeah, I was yeah. Like, so when do we? take the turn so we take the turn then right after this job okay i end up moving into a house in hollywood with all my all these girls i met in fashion school and then obviously i'm right in hollywood and so i start doing open mic uh open mic nights at the improv and the comedy store right and uh oh man dude yeah i those are the hardest open mics on the planet but can i tell you how i got first discovered the comedy store yes crystalia Oh, messaged me. He's been in the news. Yeah, messaged me. Wait, he did on MySpace no! or something and said, Leah, no, come to my show. God. You're really cute. I'd love for you to come to my show." I mean, I believe it. So I show up at the comedy store, and Dan Madonia is working at the fucking thing with Tommy. And remember when Tommy was there at the comedy yeah, store? Yeah. So Dan Madonia is there, and I walk up to the front, and it's like. They I, they go, who are you here to see? And I said, I got invited by Chris D'Elia. I should be on his list. And they all start laughing, and they go, another one for Chris. And they slap hands. Uh, and I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Goo, 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 and they go, dude, he just messages girls online and then invites them to his shows. And I'm in a row with, like, 30 girls that he invited, and uh-huh. they all think that he's going to date them. But sucks. if he never did that, I would have never discovered that the comedy store does open mic nights. Because then I started becoming friends with Dan Madonia. Okay. And I met Paulie Shore, and that's how I become friends with him. And then they were all like, you should come. If you want to do comedy, you should start doing open mics. Yes. And so that's how I met the whole open mic community. And that's how I met Josh. Remember Josh Adam Myers? Of and course. Josh and I lived together yeah. and dated for knew- years. And yeah, because I know. Angelo Bowers lived with us. Yeah. And Gerard Carmichael used to come walk my dogs when I mean, he was starting. Dude, it was Angelo crazy. Angelo is the man. And Josh is great too. Josh I see is Josh. Great. Yeah. I see Josh. We are neighbors. Josh um, is cool. And, yeah. And Come Gerard here. is uh, an enigma. And like Gerard he- is fucking insane. And when he first started, you know, whenever I like, whenever I had to work or something, and he was nearby, he was so fucking nice. Remember he how like- he always only wore that like fucking purple that, jumpsuit? That like that like burgundy burgundy zip-up sweatshirt. Yeah. Okay, but go on. Yeah, so he would. Oh, he was the nicest and is still to this day the nicest guy. He would fucking be like, I'd be like, I'm working, Josh is working, and the dogs are going to be alone for eight hours. And I'd be like, dude, is there any way you can stop by and let him out? He'd be like, absolutely. He's so nice. And I remember his thing. He would have chocolate chip cookies. He would make warm chocolate chip cookies every night. What? Gerard, at his house. He would be like, I got to go home. I'm making some chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, and he really would treat himself to some cookies and milk every really night. He's really centered. 
so then that started happening. I was doing the open mics, and then I decided I didn't really like stand-up, and, like, I felt weird doing it with my boyfriend, and then we get competitive and weird, and so yeah. I was like, I'm going to go do improv, and so I became <laughs> friends. Shh. Dead. That's my best friend over there. Um, so then, then I, then I, you then said I, that, like a proud six year old. That's my best friend over there. That's my best friend. No, no that's big my deal. Best friend. No big deal. That's just my best friend over there. Hulk Hogan. She, you guys can't see it. Brittany literally just pointed at Hulk Hogan. He's, he walked in. <laughs> so then, then I met some friends that, and I started doing improv videos with them. Like all these people that I were doing YouTube improv shit. Okay. So they were doing YouTube shit and that's how I found them. And I messaged them. And there was this company, um, called Magic Hugs. Have you ever heard of them? No. They're like an improv group, and so I started doing videos with them, and then I. Uh, so you're just like you're you're hustling, making you you pivoted to making fun, funny content. videos and fun content because okay. I was like I don't want to do stand up. Right, weird. No. It's conflicting in my relationship, yes. and it was causing drama, and like I was like I'm just gonna do this shit, and then so then I started doing um, these improv things, and then I got invited to stop it. It's Michaela. So then I got that's invited whole, to that's go what do. She calls Hulk Hogan guy. <laughs> So then I got invited. Um, uh, somebody saw one of my videos that I did with these guys, these comedy videos, because they were kind of like a big comedy online group at the yeah. time. And uh, a casting director from E! saw one. And she's like, I want you to come audition for this show. At, or do come on, come do like an open mic. It was, do you know Leslie Wolf? Um, I should. I, she I'm, does, I'm really does, bad at she casting. She like teaches comedy at the improv. Oh. And she was casting a bunch of shows on E! at the time. And so she had me come do like stand up in front of her. And she was like, you're so funny. I want you to come audition for this improv comedy show we're doing on E! called Reality Hell. Where we you play different characters and you prank people. Okay. And I got the show. Whoa! And I thought that was like my big yes, fucking. Like it's my big over. thing. I don't have to audition anymore. Right, I'm done. I'm famous. Like yes. I told my parents I made it. Yep. I was like, you didn't believe in me. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. all this shit. Yep. The I show aired two episodes and then they got sued because <sighs> the people that we would do is we would like take people and we would make them think they were on a real reality show uh -huh. and then we just fuck with them. Okay. Like this girl thought she was on America's Next Top Model uh -huh. and then we made her like put a dog chain around her neck and like my character was like a lesbian who kept hitting on her Worst and then we poured champagne ever. all over and like this big black dude came out with like a G string on and we're like, you have to model with this guy, make it look classy and like it was just like the worst, but it was so funny, right? Sure. So she yeah, sued. I mean so she sued and she won. And so all the fucking, and I'm telling you, it was the fucking worst. I know, but it's just like. I shot eight episodes uh, and two of them aired. Okay. And and the billboards were all over L.A. They all got taken down. E was like biggest mistake of our life. Oh like, my so then I did another show called Prank My Mom, which was on Lifetime, where I pranked people's moms, where I would like pr play different characters, like one where I'd play like a crackhead lady okay. who's pregnant. And I'd be like, oh, my God, so nice to meet you. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, my God, so me and the baby, we're going to come live with you. Is that cool? And the mom would be like, I don't have anywhere for you to stay. I'm like, if you got a cool dog bed, like I can make it work, oh you know? Like, so you're doing, you're doing prank calls. Yeah. You're just doing real Real life prank calls. Real life pranks. So like yeah. prank characters. I would play different characters. Every well, episode I was a different character. You also that your character there sounds like uh D from It's Always Sunny. Oh yeah, I was just the worst. And it's I was always funny. playing different characters. And so then that show aired and that didn't do anything for me either. And then <laughs> shortly after Vine came out and I was yeah, so depressed and I was living with my boyfriend at the time who was a director. Uh, but really just a trust fund baby and making videos and shit. And he was Brandel, my friend on Vine, who, like, he bought me my first iPhone, and he was like, you know, you should have an iPhone. I was like, I had a BlackBerry, and I was like, nah, I don't want an iPhone. And thank fucking God he got me that iPhone, because right. as soon as he got me that iPhone, Vine came out, and it was only iPhone compatible at the time when it first started. Yeah, I remember. I mean, I, we, we were early adopters to Vine. Yep. I thought you were so funny on I there. I love you. Thanks, bro. Yeah. You're no, funny, too. It was it was so funny. You were so fucking funny. And I, I just remember showing you to my older roommates. I was like, this girl is so fucking I funny. I love you. And it was just like, you know, Vine was very fun and yeah. innocent at the time. Yeah, so innocent. And, um, and you it, could just do dumb shit on there. Like, it was like Adam Goldberg, James Urbaniak, Will Sasso, right. you, like, all but the, you like... Were also, you were also doing characters, which yeah, were really funny to yeah. me. And then that, it was so funny. If you don't, if you haven't watched Britney's Vines, like, go watch the OG I ones. I love you. Um, they were check fun. Them out. And then they might be a little dated now, but you know what? It was fun. No, exactly. And then um, that blew up and my whole life changed. Yeah, it's fucking. And that was it. And that's just all she wrote. It's dope. And then my life changed after that. Yeah. And then you met, you you were at your house that you shared with your husband. In a, he was in a cool, he is in a cool rock and roll band, Motley Crue, Tommy yep. Lee. So Tommy used husband? to watch me on Vine. Okay. And he thought I was funny. And he's like, and I don't remember her being that cute because I wasn't. And then I got 
got a bunch of fillers and stuff and made my face look better. And then he was like, wow, she's really hot. And then he was like, yeah, <laughs> my best friend's just clapping. Hulk and then Hogan. and then he was like, uh, wow, she's actually really cute. I don't remember her being cute. And I'm like, well, I wasn't cute. So now you I am. Cute. Hello. I wasn't cute. And then and then he was like um, he was and then he hit me up and was like, hey, I'm single, like, let's hang out. And then we ended up meeting and we just fell in love. Fucking dope, yeah. It's I've, a romance I'm at your story. house. He's, I've, met, I've met him before. He's so fucking nice. Isn't that the coolest thing ever? Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, it's a fun story. Yeah. I uh, love it. And that's all she wrote. Now I'm married and happy and I live in Calabasas and yeah. living you're, the life. You're going to fucking St. Bart's. Thanks for doing the- Yeah. yeah. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay at the house. <laughs> Me and Hulk Hogan are fucking going to feed- Somebody's got to feed the koi. So I got, I got you know- I, I'll do it. Um, I'll, I will do it. Yes. Okay. Great. Okay. Thank you. Um, well, that's fucking dope. Check out Britney's stuff. We're uh, listen to your podcast. Yeah. Also. Worst first, if you care worst about worst first. I'll put to, a link like, in this episode. Des- I love yeah, you. Yeah. I'll Thank put a link you. in this episode description. Uh, check that out. Watch some. Will you send me an OG? I'm sure you have compilations. I have on so many YouTube. compilations on YouTube. Yeah. They're just all type terrible. them in. Like yeah. I, my some of my friends are in um, Zion right now. Well, I can say who it is. Moshe Kasher's in Zion right now, uh-huh. and he's like. Where do how do how do I find? Because I told him where to go. Uh, he's like, how do I find the uh, big pine the big the Pine Creek Trailhead? And I was like, Google. <laughs> you fucking Google it. What do you you want me? I don't know where you're at. You have a map. I'm so dead. Don't you hate when people ask you that shit and you're like, dude, do you have an internet connection? Because you pretty <laughs> much don't ever need to ask anyone again anything. Well, it is like a secret place, but I was like, you you what do you want me to do, man? Facetime me and show yeah. me where you're at. Then, yeah, um, I love that. either way. Uh, listen to Moshe's episode. Very fun guy. Yeah. Um, and uh, check out Brittany's stuff. Brittany, I really appreciate uh, you letting me come over and do this in oh person God, outside. Oh my God, thanks for coming all the way to Calabasas. It, it's fucking, it's, uh, it's nice to get out of the my house. Yay. Fuck yeah. Guys, check out Brittany's stuff. She rules. Listen to her husband's fledgling band. I think <laughs> they might make it. Um, and uh, have a great fucking, oh wait, I forgot. I, I haven't done this in person in so long. I forgot. And I know that you're a huge listener. Uh, I always let the guest take us out. Oh, really? <laughs> All right.